I was never a person who went along with the status quo. I always questioned everything. I always challenged everything. And it never occurred to me that I would be facing a moment in my life where life would challenge me in a way that would cause me to pause and even stop the things that I love to do in order to retake my life. And it never occurred to me it would be something so devastating out of my control that would make me question the people who are supposed to protect us and support us and even what I find important. My life changed one day when I did something as simple as getting a flu vaccine. And what I choose to do is to tell my story. I tell my story so that I can heal as I get stronger. And I tell my story with hopes that other people can know and understand what they're doing and what could potentially happen. My name is Angel Thacker, and I want to invite you to join me in my journey through GBS. Hi, everybody. Um, welcome, welcome. So give me all natural today. Um, this was a rough week and had a lot of really real things happen in my recovery this week. And it, it's, it's so hard. Um, I don't know that I even realized how hard this was going to be when I initially got diagnosed back when I couldn't move. You know, I figured one day it would let up and I would just get up and walk down the street and skip and sing and dance and jump up and down and everything would be okay. And it's not turning out that way. You know, I'm devastated by the length of time that it's going to take for me to get to get better. And that's a hard thing to face. You know, some of the things that I've had to wrestle with this week um, in my visits with my doctor and my physical therapists um, is just coming to terms with the harsh reality of, of the length of time. You know, my, my doctors talked to me to have a reality check with me on, you know, they're like, if you're lucky, it'll be a year before you get to where you can have like a regular life, what you're used to. And even then we don't know how much you're going to get back. That is so wild to have somebody look at you and say, you may not get to hundred percent. If you're lucky, you get to 80% or 85%. We are considering that a good deal. And the first thing that came to my mind as I'm talking to my doctor was I went to the hospital to get a vaccine so that I could be healthy. I did what I was supposed to do to take care of myself and make myself well. And now I am in the same situation I would have been in if I'd had a stroke. You know, my, my mental process is affected. My synapses, brain synapses is affected. My nervous system is, is off keister and, and all of my, my, my body processes are trying to get back into normal. And I, you know, it's like the little guy in the room is trying to plug everything in and test it. And the end result is 
just nonstop pain every day in my legs. Um, my, you know, sciatica that I never suffered from before. Um, shadow visions as my my peripheral and my synapses is trying is checking back in. I can't sleep at night because of the pain. Um, and the weakness in my legs and the, the, the lack of balance and motor skills. These are not things I had issues with before. And, you know, people ask me all the time, they, they ask me, well, maybe you should just exercise. And I do, I do all the things they tell me to do. And what people, what, what, what we don't understand about this illness is that your body is fighting to survive and your body is fighting to get better, but there's only so much that you can do because your body gets tired. Um, my occupational therapist had a really great, great way of putting, putting it. Um, she says that you have a resource of energy. Normally you get up in the morning, you start your day with like 100% of your energy. Well, now you're starting with less than that and your fuel runs out faster and you don't have the same um, refuel rate that you used to have. So you have to spin your fuel every day, conscious that when you run out, you have to pretend like you're not going to get it back that day. So if you've used up 50%, you can't sit down, rest, and the 50% will come back today. So I find myself having to do stuff. I have to sit down, I have to lay down sometimes and get rest. And that's, that's really hard. You know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say this again. You know, I, I was completely mobile and extremely physical. I danced, I worked out at the gym. I, I was a very active person before this happened. Um, there was nothing wrong with me. And for all extents and purposes, there is nothing wrong with me outside of this illness. I've had every test on my MRIs. I've had body scans. I've had everything as they were trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And now there are days when I can't even move, where I'm stuck in bed all day because my body doesn't have the strength to move. This is not what should happen to a person when they go to the hospital or see their physician to do the things to be healthy. And now I, I've been reading articles and I, I hate that I'm like on the internet watching videos and reading articles because there's a lot of stuff out there that will cause you to be really frightened about what's going on with your body. And I am frightened sometimes as I listen to videos and, and, and read articles and, and such. But we don't know. We do not know the implications of, of what can what can happen to our bodies with some of these new vaccine technologies we're not going to know for years what changes are going to happen to our bodies and you know i'm finding out now that they don't want you to do flu vaccines with boosters and with covid vaccines and then they don't want us to do some of these boosters like like they threw an experiment at us in the middle of this pandemic. And for the most part, most of the people that participated in it are okay. But then you have the small percentage of the population, which I'm a part of apparently, 
that suffered from it. Now I'm lucky because I'm not dead or dying, but my quality of life is different. And this week was hard, you know, it was, this was a tough one for me. And I have to tell you, if you're going through this, you need to acknowledge that it's tough. You know, you can't be, you know, Wonder Woman, you know, or I'm Miss Independent and I can do everything. You know, you need to talk to somebody. You know, I, I'm very clear that it's important to talk to somebody to work yourself through the mental process because this is heavy stuff. And the, the, the things that are happening to my body that I don't know and I don't understand, it's scary. But what's scarier is talking to your physician, primary caregiver, and they don't know because they don't know. And having to do your own research and coming to them with information so that they can go and look at it and see how everything is. Um, you know, I, I have my scary moments where I'm concerned that I've done damage to my body because I had a vaccine. Like, am I going to recover from this thing? When can I go back to work and, and, and be a productive member of society? Um, I've been told I can't drive. My license has been suspended because I'm, I can't drive. I don't have the cognitive ability to respond to react to traffic and I don't have the control of my lower quadrants so that I can stop my car or I can react. And I see things because my body is trying to regain um, control. So I, I can't drive. And you know, the irony of it is I had just bought a car. I just bought my dream car not too long before this happened, which my husband is driving now, you know, and these are all just really hard things to think about. And, you know, I, I, I need you to think about that. I need you to think about your life as it is. And remember what's important in your life and think about everything that there is to do. If you had to wake up tomorrow and you couldn't walk, you couldn't run, you couldn't, to my, my gym friends, you couldn't go to the gym and, and, and work out. You're like, I can't go outside and just be without somebody with me because I'm just not mobile or confident enough. And then there's the concern about me getting sick because I refuse to do any vaccines right now or any boosters or anything because I'm scared of what's gonna happen to me. So my, you know, I'm it's recommended that I, you know, be in as little contact with people as possible. So I'm housebound. And that's not what I want to be. Finding myself unable to participate in life is is a struggle for me. And it's going to be okay. You know, God's got my back and I, and I trust and I have faith and I know I'm going to be okay. Um, but this was a tough week. And, you know, my commitment in this journey was to share my reality so that people could understand what is happening. And so it would be, um, it's important that in that share that I share this reality that I'm feeling this week. And what's the hardest thing? 
somebody sent me a, a text message. One of my friends messaged me and asked me, what's the hardest thing? And I'm going to give two answers to that. Um, the hardest thing for me is, is watching my husband try to be there in this space with me, watching him being strong and being the man that I love and being the man that supports, you know, my, my, my caveman, my, my rock. And then also seeing him helpless sometimes because he doesn't know what to do because he wants me to be strong and he wants me to be who I was before. And it's difficult. And I, and I, I hate that he's having to go through this. That's the first thing. Um, the second thing I mentioned it earlier is, is not being able to just be not, you know, I don't go on social media. I, you know, I'm a social media maven. I don't go on social media very much because I see all my friends doing their thing, dancing and going out and being with people, going to their breakfasts and their brunches. And I can't, I can't do anything, any of that right now. I've still had a lot of time. I have a lot of time to go in my recovery. I was hoping that by now I'd be in a different space, but I'm not. Um, I have a long way to go. And that's a harsh reality is that I do have a long way to go. My doctor says it's probably going to be another six months of this. And that's, that's hard. So that's how I feel right now. How do I feel? How do I feel? I feel blessed because I'm alive. I feel blessed because I have people who love me. Although I know I'm going to be okay, I'm frightened because I don't want to be like this for the rest of my life. And I feel... Wow. I I I'm I feel fear a lot. I get that's the the best description of the feelings that I have is is the fear. This is this is not something that I was prepared for and I in the to be frustrated because nobody knows about it, be frustrated because I have to do all the work it seems to figure out what it is to do, to know that, you know, walking is the best exercise because it trains your body to activate all these muscles, but then you can't walk, you know? So how do you walk? And I spend a lot of time walking around my house so I can hold on to things. And every once in a while I have the balance and the strength to go outside and walk. Um, I graduated from a walker to a cane indoors. So I'm, 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 I'm walking with a cane in the indoors. I still need a walker when I walk outside. Um, but I'm, I do, I have to, I, I acknowledge with great humility that the fear, I'm not one that walks in fear. Um, but angel is afraid. Um, my walking is not very good. 
Um, I'm very careful. I'm, I'm, I don't have a lot of balance and I have lots of pain in my legs. So my walking is, is very um, affected. And so you can tell there's something wrong with me when I'm, when I'm walking and I'm not used to, I'm not used to that. Um, I can't dance at all because my hips are, not, I have no control of my hips at all whatsoever. I can dance with a hole under the wall. So if I guess if I get myself a pole, you know, my husband says he's going to get me a pole. I could probably dance with a pole in the middle of the room. Um, but, you know, everything that I love to do, I can't do anymore. But you know, you know what? Um, although it's been a, a rough week and it's been a challenge, I don't want to end this time with you with just negativity. I, I don't want to do that. I, I don't think that that would be cool at all because I do see the light at the end of the tunnel. I do know that I'm getting better every day. Um, I do know that I'm doing all the, the right things that need to be done. I just want you to know how I feel. I am getting better. I've lost like 22 pounds, which is really great. I feel great. My skin is great. You know, I don't have any makeup on. This is me with no makeup at all. I was, that's not like me either. My skin is doing really great. I'm, I'm doing all the things to take care of myself. It's just a, a long game. It is not a short game. This is a long game and um, it'll be six months next month. And my doctors and my therapist, my physical therapist's goals for me is by March to be able to walk outdoors with a cane. That's something I have to get my head around. I wanted to be running my, <laughs> wanted to be running in March. Um, for my friends and loved ones and everybody that is waiting for me to come back to work. I don't know when Angel will be Angel again. Right now, Angel is less than she was before physically, but more than she was before spiritually. And if you know anyone that is suffering in any way, you should reach out to them. Being sick is lonely. It's very lonely. And the little hellos and little text messages that you guys send me and the little Facebook haze means so much. So if you know somebody who's in the hospital or who's in a assisted living uh, center who is homesick, take time to say hey to them because your little energies of just the little emojis, my nieces and nephews send me little emojis. I love it. They mean so much because there's nothing lonelier than sitting at home, I, spending time with yourself inside your own head. Um, so make sure you do that. And I guess what I'm going to end with is, is this. Some of it's going to be a repeat. There was nothing wrong with me before this happened. Nothing. This did not happen because of any kind of ailment or stress on the body or age-related thing. I was healthy. And then I got a flu vaccine. Think about that. 
Then I got a flu vaccine and it ravaged my body like a disease. I had to learn how to walk again, which is insane to me. I don't want you to go out there and become some radical person that's saying all kinds of stuff, but I want you to stop and listen. There's truth out there in the chaos. I didn't believe it, and I believe it now. I don't want anybody to have to get knocked down like I did to have to believe stuff. Pay attention before you put stuff in your body and take care of yourself. If you don't want to get sick, work out, eat right, drink juice, take care of yourself, work with your immune system. Don't let the don't let the society trick you into doing something because they're telling you it's the best thing for you. Do what's best for you because you've done the work. And the last thing I want to leave with you is this. They still don't know the extent of the damage that is happening to my body. And they're not gonna know. They're probably not gonna know until I'm gone. So what I'm saying to you is, if you don't wanna be in this situation, go into everything with your eyes wide open. Make sure that you communicate, make sure that you read information, make sure that you're communicating with your doctor. And if your doctors don't know, or they don't wanna listen, make them listen. If I didn't make my doctors listen, I don't know if I'd still be here because they were, weren't even paying attention. They were sending me home, ooh, take a pill. And I had to force the hand of my physicians. I had to force them to pay attention to me. I had to go to the emergency. I had to make them pay attention to me. And as a result, I got treated and I'm here, but my God, what would have happened if they continued to ignore because they did not know? And you have to be your own advocate, man. You have to be your own advocate because nobody can give you back what your body loses if it's gone. We have one body and that is your gift from God. You learn to love it and treat it with the same respect that you would expect your friend or your loved one to treat theirs. So thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to be okay. This has just been a rough week. How do I feel today? I feel pretty damn good today. Um, I had a good day. I did some yoga. Um, I feel good. I'm weak, but I'm always weak. And, um, but I'm feeling better than I felt all week today. That's why I, I did the recording today. So, um, please ask me questions. I would love to answer your questions. If you have experience, or if you know somebody who's experienced it and you want to talk about it, send me a message. My information is down there below. Send me a message and I would love to talk to you about it. We could do an interview or I could get some information. Or if you just have questions, send them to me and I'm happy to answer them on there. In the meantime, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your support. And most important, I appreciate your love. For those of you who said, oh, I'm going to give you a call. You can call me. I'm not doing nothing. So you can give me a call or send me a text message 
or send me an email or just send me your, your warmth in your heart because that's plenty as well. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. Angel loves you. Take care. Bye-bye.